Good morning. Happy Friday the 13th. My name is Brandon Charles West. I'm the author of the Scarlet Hopewell series. And in honor of the third book just releasing, Scarlet and the Queen of the New World, it came out in the Kindle on Amazon on uh, the first of the year. The paperback is due out very shortly. I'm going to be starting a new video channel, possibly even a podcast, if I can figure that um, out, where I'm going to be reading some original work. And in this case today, we're going to be reading the prologue to Scarlet and the Queen of the New World. I am a week late, and that's because the last time I used audiovisual equipment like this, I was in high school, and it was, you know, camcorders and, and the like. This is, uh, is going to be a bit of a learning curve. But stick with me. Hopefully uh, you enjoy the, the podcast or the, the video log, um, and you enjoy the stories even more than that. So without further ado, here's the prologue to Scarlet and the Queen of the New World. Udlaiel sniffed at the southern wildland's air. The scent of his prey was a fragile thread, nearly impossible to tease out amid the potent olfactory tangle of death, decay, and despair. But a cold determination heightened his senses. He sniffed again. There it was, a fleeting hint of his target, borne past him on the breeze and away again. It was enough. He pushed off toward the scent's source in a great bound, moving effortlessly through the thinning autumn scrub. It was reckless to be out in the wildlands alone. He could hear his pack whispering it in their dens up north. Selfish. He's forgotten his duty to lead us all. But he had no more control over his actions than power to prevent their cause. It was the evil thing he was hunting down that had made him the Lord of Wolves, slaying his father, the head of the Steeldolf, the great wolves of Satorium, his mother, all his siblings. And the first thing he'd done as the pack's leader was to abandon it for vengeance, the primal urge that now drove his every thought. He'd found his family in their den. The memory was as fresh as the day it happened, the day he returned from hunting with his pack. Before he'd crossed the threshold of the lair, he'd smelled the mortada's lingering stench, the metallic scent of death, the scent of his family's last desperate moments. The massacre had robbed him of conscious thought, all logic and sanity slipping away like the yellow leaves that fell around him now. Without a word, Udlael had tracked the scent to the south and taken off after his prey, leaving the pack to unravel the mystery of his sudden disappearance. That was more than a week ago. Now he knew he was drawing close. Even for a mortata, entering the southern wildlands was an act of desperation, a risk the creature would never have taken if he'd had enough distance between himself and Udlael. Perhaps the Mortada had counted on the Lord of Wolves losing his nerve when faced with the Wildlands. If so, he'd been wrong. Udlael had plunged into the haunted forest without a moment's hesitation. Death meant nothing to him except for the desire to bring it to this creature. Every corner of the Wildlands seemed to writhe. Dark, shifting shadows chased each other across the forest floor. Udlael hardly noticed. He was not concerned with anything except the Mortata. If Tyranthropes, Incrutati, or other dark creatures blocked his path, they would only feed the flame of hatred that burned in him. Udlael stood nearly five feet at his shoulders. His thick fur, already growing in for the winter, did little to hide his muscular frame. In truth, even within the southern wildlands, few creatures would want to face a steeldolf, 
especially one as formidable as Udlayal. And yet, <clears throat> a Mortada had come into the Stidolf lands, into his family's den, and slaughtered his loved ones. The Stidolf were guardians of Satorium, and therefore natural enemies of the Mortada, the evil creatures who loomed over the land with their dark magic, serving only that which brought chaos and misery. But never before had a Mortada been so brazen as to attack the Stidolf directly. Why? The answers would come later, if at all. Life beyond the moment of vengeance seemed as distant and as ethereal as afterlife itself. A faint crack. Out of place among the wildland sounds, Udlao froze, probing the air with his ears and nose. An eerie quiet had settled over the forest. Udlao's prey was nearby. The Mortada had no time left to run. For a long moment, Neither Mortada nor Stidolf moved, each waiting for the other to give his position away. Then a dark presence crept through the trees like smoke, slowly snuffing out each ray of light. Soon the darkness would close over Udlayal. The great Stidolf closed his eyes, his mind grappling with time. Only those of his father's line possessed this gift. It required a great deal of energy, but Udlayal had little choice. The flowing fog stilled and hung motionless. Trees rustling in the breeze fell silent. Leaves falling to the forest floor hung suspended in midair. Udlayal rose, opening his glowing azure eyes, and walked slowly around the dark cloud of fog to flank his foe. The Mortada stood frozen like an unearthly photograph, his arms outstretched in the gesture of weaving his magic. He was beautiful, like all Mortada his pale skin flawless, the long flowing hair down his back a golden waterfall. For a moment, Udlayal hesitated. He could so easily kill this evil creature. One flash of teeth, and he would have his vengeance. But then what? If he could not learn why the Mortada had slaughtered his family, what would he have? A title he never earned, a pack he abandoned, and questions that would haunt him for a lifetime. He crept around the Mortada, out of the creature's line of sight, and again closed his eyes. This time, however, instead of stopping time, he urged it forward. The dry leaves sprang to life in a spastic dance. The Mortada's fog poured forth, billowing ahead of them into the wildlands. Startled birds flew with frantic beating of wings, and forest animals stampeded away at an unnatural speed. Before the Mortada realized what was happening, the spell he'd woven, meant only to be cast for a brief period, had drained away his life force nearly to the last dram. Udlao pulled time back to its normal speed. As if a string had been cut, the Mortada crumpled to the ground, too weak to raise his head. He attempted to rise, but managed only inches before collapsing again, his once beautiful face ashen against the forest soil. Udlao stalked around him, watching as he struggled. Let the Mortada see him. Let him feel the inevitability of death. Udlayal lay down face to face with the creature. Why did you attack the Stidolf? He growled. The Mortada managed a wicked smile. Even now the creature took pleasure in others' pain. You may know my name, Motus. That is all the satisfaction you will get from me, he coughed racked by the effort of speaking. Udlao waited for the spasm to pass. 
Moltis, he whispered. I will remember your name. And what is yours? Moltis hissed. So my may return the courtesy. The knowledge that I'll remember yours is all the satisfaction you'll get from me. Ulao rose. For a moment he thought again of ending the creature's life. But it was better this way. He'd taken the Mortada's beauty, maybe his magic. He'd never again regain his power, forever marked among his kind as a victim of the Stedoff. Surely there was no greater shame than to be left alive, drained and vanquished, too worthless to even kill. Without another word, Udlao turned and strode away. Something more than just a single Mortatus attack was at work. He could feel it. A great evil was rising. Well, thanks for joining in. I'm going to end it so it doesn't stay too long. Uh, again, all three books are available on Amazon, and I hope you look them up, download them, and enjoy, and look for the paperback to come out soon. Thanks.